you've ever run a long distance race, such as a half or a full marathon, quite probably at the end of it, probably felt like your lungs were on fire through all the exertion you put into the race, especially perhaps the last hundred meters or so. And you can imagine that's how the Amazon rainforest currently feels with all the wildfires that have been happening throughout the past year or so. And it's getting to a crisis point now. And the Amazon fires and what the president of France is suggesting to do at the G7 meeting coming up this weekend at the time of recording. He wants that to be on the highest point of the agenda, top of the agenda to discuss it all because he feels like the Brazilian president has been perhaps setting those fires deliberately. That's what I want to talk about today you know, and how it kind of ties in with cooperation. Hi, my name's Jerry Sadler and welcome to the Punk Living Journal, the No Frills podcast, which is raising awareness about living in a more peaceful, unified, nurturing and cooperative world so that we can all survive together. Now, the president of Brazil has been accused of creating a policy whereby instead of just cutting down the trees as he was before or encouraging people to clear acres and acres of the rainforest so that people could farm, destroying thousands, hundreds of thousands of species, of plants, of insects, creating homelessness for many animals and indigenous tribes. He seems due to all the criticism he's had about that seems to have now encouraged a policy where people are deliberately setting fire to the trees, to the Amazon rainforest, to clear areas so that they can then legally move in and clear that land and use it for farming without being punished, without being uh, uh, fined or anything like that. And he's obviously hit back and said, no, that's being done by climate activists, which I would find strange for a climate activist to do. He's also accused the charities, so of climate change charities and so on, of using the guise of a charity to look for riches in the ground. And I find that actually very hard to believe. And for me, in that way, that kind of points out that perhaps he is behind it all. Because when you point one finger at someone, you got three pointing back. So that's a, perhaps a reflection of what he's actually doing himself. I'm not saying he is, just saying that's what it seems like. And I feel that because he's trying to defend himself full, so voicefully and in such a way that many of his remarks are incredulous, that tells me, yes, he is encouraging 
that policy, that burn-in policy, because his campaign promise was to provide more farmland for the farmers, and that's how he got voted. He got voted in on the popular vote, and uh, one of his pledges was to create more farmland using areas of the rainforest, and that's exactly what he did as soon as he took power. He started cutting out huge swathes of rainforest, and someone has very kindly calculated that to be something like the size of a football pitch, so a soccer pitch, every minute. So you're talking 110 yards every minute, you know, long, and was it 90 yards or whatever. That's humongous when you think that's going on perhaps 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it is a crisis because, as I referred to at the start of this particular episode, it's like the Amazon rainforest is feeling the burning in its lungs because the whole of the Amazon rainforest are considered to be the lungs of the earth. It provides a high percentage of fresh water and oxygen for the whole planet, not just for Brazil. Now, if that was to go, that would have a serious impact on how we live thousands of miles away, you know, as well as all parts of the world. It would affect our air and it would affect you know, perhaps fresh water as well, in that sense, because underground, all those streams and rivers and so on, they're all connected. You know, don't just get to uh, the edge of the sea or whatever and say, right, that's it, I'm not going anywhere else. No, they go deep underground and they all connect, going through the porous rock or through underground streams, rivers and so on. So yes, it would affect us. It also affect us with the rainfall because uh, the Amazon rainforest attracts a lot of that rainfall as well. And certainly the amount of CO2 that it attracts and disposes of into the ground and keeps it trapped there. If the, that was no longer around, all that CO2 would be emitted into the air and into the atmosphere and that would increase the overall warming effect. So the G7 people would be right to have a look at this and treat it with the seriousness and high priority that it deserves. Because we can't have ones like this president, I'm not naming him, basically because I've forgotten what his name is. Uh, it's something like Tony or something like that. I don't care, I don't care what his name is. He, we don't need people like him ruining our planet, destroying our planet just, just because he's winning political favour with the people. And on top of that, the kind of farming that they do is intensive farming, so it's destroying the earth. So even if in years in the future they stop farming there, it would take a long time before you know, the trees would grow back again and nature could recover it. It would do eventually. It's been proved in other places that it would do, but it would take maybe a couple of decades before it would fully recover, and it certainly wouldn't perhaps be as vibrant as it is now. 
but that's still no excuse for chopping down them trees, burning those trees, setting those fires or doing whatever it is he's doing to clear that land for farming just to appease those farmers and to be fair it's not all small farmers a lot of it belongs to conglomerates within Brazil and they want that farming land to make more profit they don't need the food they've got food aplenty you know, they've got plenty of other farmland and if, which if they used wisely and properly would feed, feed the whole people but again it's not just the Brazilians at large or at, at fault it's also us in the Western world in other parts of the Americas North America and other parts of the world because we want the palm oil and the other things that these farmers are planting which they are exporting and not using it for themselves in many cases but we want to use the palm oil for our own purposes in our own industries and that ranges from cooking to pharmaceuticals so you've got to think of the moral ethic sort of environment that that in, entails and we should be perhaps cutting down on the use of those materials those resources which we could probably get from elsewhere without damaging the environment in such a way as is happening right now so that's where the cooperation would come in we sh should and maybe the G7 will do this at the weekend I don't know but we should all get together as countries and say no to Brazil we don't want your wares we don't want your oil we're going to look elsewhere we're going to shop somewhere else and that perhaps would reverse the policies that he's got this president has got to destroy the Amazon rainforest in the way that he is doing either directly or indirectly even though he's not accepting the blame I just feel he is to blame in that sense because he is the one that's instigated it all so yeah cooperation between countries let's forget about the profit let's forget about lining pockets and currying political favour let's think about our environment where we live in let's think about our home where we live in now we wouldn't like it if we rented out a house to a tenant and they started ripping out the walls digging in the ground to create a cellar to create cannabis farms or something like that we wouldn't like that would we well in the same kind of principle the earth is our home and you've got this guy encouraging the destruction of the lungs the very lungs of the planet it's a bit like a chain smoker deliberately smoking cigars just to deliberately damage his lungs or her lungs it just doesn't make sense to me to do that and it's very sickening to see that happening and especially when we've seen so many programs by Sir David Attenborough and others who have visited the rainforest and you see the tribes that live there and even they're dwindling now because of all these 
these trees going that, that's their home that's being destroyed basically but also the home of all the different animals exotic animals that are there the, all the different insect species and plants and fauna and so on and some of these are used as well within industry but they do it in a, a sensitive way they don't just rip it all out you know they do it in such a way that it's sustainable you know they may use certain fauna and so on in, in, uh, in foods or chemicals and so on but I mean that, that's by, by the by it's not such on a massive destructive scale that this president is encouraging can you imagine what it would be like without the Amazon rainforest? It would be very difficult to see that. But if you look back in the history books, to the time, well, what was it, the time of the Spanish Armada and all that, the King of Spain ordered so many ships to be built, they denuded Spain of all its trees. They didn't have any trees left and they weren't replaced either. And parts of Spain started to turn into desert as a result. So you can imagine what would happen with the Amazon rainforest if they continue with this, this policy, this, this movement or whatever it is they're doing and use that land for the kind of farming that they want to do. And they wouldn't be using natural pesticides, they'd be using chemical pesticides that be destroying the, the, the very ground, poisoning it, eventually it'll just be one huge desert. And I don't think that, that is what we want. So we should reunite all the G7 and the G whatever number all around the world should be uniting to stop this person from destroying the environment, the very home that we live in the lungs of our beautiful planet. So that's my thoughts on this particular uh, topic. Uh, I'd like to hear what you think. Now, as I'm recording this, this is the 23rd of August, and I believe it's this weekend that the G7 are gonna meet. Uh, I guess by the time this goes out, which will probably be Monday, 26th, will have find, found out what they've been talking about and what they decide to do. Unfortunately, in many cases, all they decide to do is to have more talks. They need some action. I've mentioned that before. There's no point in agreeing to agree to have talks and to talk more about more talks. We need action, actual action, to stop people like that, that this president from destroying our beautiful home. So again, yep, if you've got any thoughts on that, I'd like to hear from you. You can send me an email or tweet me on Twitter or tag me on Instagram, whatever. Uh, and join my Facebook group, Punk Living. It's a public group, so anybody can join. You, know, you can leave your comments, thoughts, and so on. And uh, I'll, I'll put all the links and everything in the show notes. So I hope that, like me, you feel as outraged by the actions of this person as I do. And we need to join together and cooperate with each other to stop him. See you next time.
बाय